Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. So if you're hearing my voice and you're seeing my face and you have stumbled upon a brand new podcast called Seriously Dad, where two father comedians out of Philadelphia talk about real life, the unfiltered stuff that may or may not ever end up in our act because we know that real is funny. So you're going to be hearing from Al Davis, Jay Yoder. We're going to be talking about the gamut, everything, two different people, two different lifestyles. We're going to be having guests. It's going to be a great time. We hope everybody gets something out of this. So stay tuned. And here's the first episode. Seriously, Dad? Seriously, Dad? Two father comedians out of Philadelphia. Seriously, Dad? Dad? I am so glad that we have this this pipe dream. We had this idea we had, and we're finally making this happen, man. So uh, for those of you listening, we're excited. I'm Jay Yoder. Uh, we're going to do Age Before Beauty, so I'll go first. Uh, so yeah, I'm Jay Yoder. I am a comedian, teacher, and most importantly, a dad, right? So I got an eight-year-old uh, and a six-year-old at home. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're here to talk a little bit about that today, but before we get into it, I'm going to let my co-host, uh, introduce a little bit about himself too. That's Albert Davis, ladies and gentlemen. How are we? I am a comedian father as well. Uh, father of two. I'm like a father of one and a half girls. We'll get into that a little bit Heck later, yeah. but, uh, I'm a comedian. So Jay and I, we started kind of palling around on the road, going to different clubs and, and venues. And every time we're around each other, we just start talking about these, these kids of ours. And I was like, yo, why don't we just like do a podcast where we talk about our kids? And yeah, was, I mean, here we are here doing we a are. podcast, drop 10 media style, baby, doing a podcast, talking about our kids. And um, I think it'll be a fun journey. Uh, so what you got girls? How many you got? Yep. I got two girls blessed with two girls. I'm living with all females in my house right now. I've lived with all women my whole life. So like yeah. it, for me, it makes sense. So yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, but yeah, so uh and they're school age or your school age too, right? Yeah. But see, I'm different. I don't, I don't live in the same house. I'm, yeah. See, uh, so I'm a little different. You know, I, uh, I, I'm not a, a, what a custodial parent. So, uh, though I am a good father, I'm not, I don't, I'm not there every day, which is part of like, kind of like the, the, the dichotomy between you and I is that we're doing the same things, but we're doing it differently. I think that's, what's going to be the beauty of this. Cause yeah. there's going to, people are going to be listening. i be like, oh yeah. Like I identify with that. I identify with that because at the end of the day, we're both seriously dads right that's that's gonna be the yeah thing. yeah you know, that's and that's that's part of the whole beef and so i think today for us what we want to start for you guys is at the beginning i think it makes sense we're gonna be having guests on and all sorts of stuff but today we're just gonna we're gonna start at the beginning when we found out that we were seriously gonna be dads right i mean do you remember the moment that that you found out you oh. were gonna be a dad oh yes do you like I, know I remember, where it's like 9 11 do you remember where you yo, were <laughs> yeah it was like that yeah <laughs> not only do i remember where i was i remember like when it happened, you okay. get, if you get what I'm saying, I remember like the time it happened. So I, I was in a relationship. This is a very unique story. I was in a relationship with a woman and uh, we lived together and then we broke up. And in the meantime, between the breakup and getting out of the same house, things happened, <laughs> things happened. <laughs> and uh, we, we did the thing that makes babies and we did it, <laughs> you know, and then that can, that gave way to, to my daughter. So that how, was, well, but how long had you been uh, with her prior to the deed? Maybe like a year and a half, maybe almost, maybe almost, we'll say almost two years. Okay. So, you, and that was like, you had never met her before. Did you know her as a friend before that or anything? Oh, or? Jesus Christ. This is bad. I, we worked together. <laughs> <laughs> we worked together. Dude, at it's one real. Point. That's what that's Dude, real, real shit. We, we worked together at one point. Right. And you know, that's the weird thing. When you work with people, you're around like, someone for nine hours 10 you know what i mean you're just around people then it's like hey let's go to happy hour and it's like hey you're kind of interesting then it's like we're banging and then we're in a relationship and then we're living together but you know but you know each like when you go through that like you know i think a lot of times when people who don't like my wife and i we work together too but people who don't work together i feel like sometimes they don't really get what happens it's almost like when you play peekaboo with your kid like when you're not there like you don't kind of get what happens maybe you talk at the dinner table but so i think when you bond over the fact that you work together yeah. now you're spending almost 20 potentially 24 yeah. hours together well, when we live together we work for the same company but we didn't work together okay well that's so even better that was better but then the, the crazy part about it is it was a rough breakup so you got a rough breakup, and then it's like, oh, by the way. <laughs> and so she calls you, or were you? Was it? Did she, she like doing a person? She okay. called me. And I thought she was lying. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, nice yeah. try. I was like, nice try. You think that's gonna keep <laughs> baby me around? trap? I just yeah, it's a baby yeah, exactly. Trap. I was like, nice try. You think I'm gonna stick around for this shit? 
And, um, you know, I, I neglected to acknowledge that I had a child on the way for, for a long time because I yeah. thought it was all like a joke. I thought, sure. was, you know, cause you could take a picture of a pregnancy test and send it to someone. You could Google that shit. <laughs> I, I kid you not. So, okay. So when I was 16, cause I, you know, so when I was 16, I went to Argentina to study abroad for a summer and I was dating a girl. We kind of broke up. Uh, but she was that kind of girl that I just didn't trust. She was two or three years older than me. Uh, and she, she was like 19. I was like 16 at the time. And so while I was in Argentina, she had left a note in my car that my mom ended up finding and it was this whole note that hey i'm pregnant so now my wow. mom's calling me and it was argentina it was in the 90s so like you didn't just call it wasn't like facetime oh, like no. it, there were fees involved you had to buy it minutes. was like, it was like a whole deal so yeah, yeah so like, like we card? had this one conversation we would have maybe every other day right because i was there for like seven weeks and so she would keep calling me she'd be like is there something you want to tell me is there something you want to tell me? And it kept <laughs> happening. And I'm just like, mom, what is the deal? And she finally told me that she had found this note from this girl. And I was like, but it was a trap. It was complete yeah. trap. It was false. It yeah. was not true. And I think a lot of people would say that they have a story like that, yeah. or you could completely understand that. Yeah. There should be a, you know, like, I don't know if this is true. You're going through a breakup. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're, and you're going through a breakup where it's, it's like somebody's still, cared and still wanted you in their life Heck so yeah. like what's the best way to do that is to string along this this concept this notion that you you're you're bound to me for the, at least the next 18 years so we might as well figure it out you know what i mean yeah, i thought of being on the same phone bill was a bad deal you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean right, like, that's like a, a two-year no, non-termination I mean, I mean, but that's a crazy thing too is like you like if you don't get you ever hear people say like if you're not good at managing money when you don't have any money if you won the lottery, you wouldn't be able to manage that. Either. Yeah. What's the difference? If you're not good at getting along when there's not a child, yeah. how many people <laughs> must do that? It's going to save our marriage. It's going to save our, no, that's, no, and that's a real no. thing. And I think that is a real thing. And that's, so one of the things when I was in, um, uh, high school, I'd had a teacher who I was really close with. I'd gone to a couple of different high schools. So this last one kind of took me under his wing. Him and his wife were married eight years before they had their first kid. Genius. And they did it on purpose. Genius. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's so great. So like, you know, when my wife, you know, we had been married, I think two, two and a half, three years at that point. And I thought we were gonna, but I, you know, I was almost 30 at that point. Cause I waited so long to, to propose. And I'll never forget when she told me I was so excited. She was nervous that I was gonna not like, I don't be receptive. So she waited to tell me. And then I was so excited because I thought I was shooting blanks for all these years. I thought <laughs> like I'd been sexually active for half of my life at this point. And I was like, I guess my pullout game was strong, but I just thought yeah. my boys didn't swim. So like for me, I'm so excited. Yeah. Now I wanted to wait a little bit longer in our marriage. Like we only had two and a half, three years together yeah. at that point, but we had been together four years before that. So, uh, you know, it comes when it comes like we weren't doing the thing. I couldn't imagine having sex on a schedule. I know some people do. And if you're someone who's struggling, my cousin, oh, like that, she like struggled, that, like she couldn't stuff, get yeah. pregnant. And then all of a sudden, Boom, you know, and she was watching all of us have kids and it was tearing her yeah, that's apart. Hurt. Yeah, that's you know hurt. what I mean? And so I know people are out there like that. But like for me, I was I thought it wasn't going to happen. And then boom, uh, you know, I was ecstatic. But then we were about to go to a party and you're supposed to wait 12 weeks before you tell anybody. So we're like about to go out the door when she finally tells me she has to hold a beer can the whole night pretending she's drinking. <laughs> and I have to sit there pretending like I'm listening to a conversation when my whole life has oh just changed you know yeah. what i mean well what's I mean, the first thought like when you when you found out what was the first thought like i seriously i wanted to jump i was just like yes my boys can swim like and then you're just like i was i've always i always wanted to be a teacher growing up i always wanted to be a dad you know i just i, I wanted to do that uh i didn't you know i didn't have a dad growing up for most of my life he was in and out of my life a lot so i felt like this was my chance to to reset the course yeah. and this was like a calling for me so like for me i was like really i've been taking care of other people's kids for how many years at that point i mean i've been a teacher since i was 22 so it'd been eight years of me caring for other people's kids coaching other people's yeah, kids and so now it was kind of like that was like the the work that i was putting in so that i could you know you go to all these parent conferences you see all these teachers and these parents and what they do to their kids and right. it's my chance to maybe have my say you know right I think you brought up a good point. I think I think if you have like your dad isn't around, if you're come up in like a broken home, I know I I I knew that I was going to be. I don't should say be good. I was going to try my hardest as a father. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like I was going to try because I you know be good or be bad. What does that even mean? But I knew I was going to try my hardest as a father because 
I want my daughter to know that like I got a dad and he's he's everything that I need him to be. Yep. You know what I mean? So like you do like try your hard. And I was scared shit because I I was gonna try my hardest, but for me it was like the situation was so not ideal. Yeah. And I was just like the chip, dude, dude. Hold on, let me let me go back. So we move out of the house, okay, right, yeah, where yeah. we live together. I bought my first house, so I just bought my first house. I move into my own house, and I'm like happy. It's me and my dogs. It's like this new chapter in my life, and I'm gonna, you know, be the the best version of me I could possibly be. And then it's like, oh, and by the way, you you have a there's another version of you. Coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's a more annoying version of me on the way, you know, the little shit version of me on the way. And uh, yeah, it was like um. It was very, it was very shocking for me. Yeah, it was very shocking, and I knew right away it was a girl. I knew one hundred percent right yeah, away. Yeah, really, I knew right away. I was like, "It's a girl." I started picking out girls' names right away. Once I realized that it was true and it was really happening, I was like, "It's going to be a girl," and I picked out the name right away. That's so funny. Know. So yeah, yeah, so like I, I guess I didn't know we did. So okay, so we did a gender reveal eventually. Oh boy, did you? But did you tell people? So before uh, before going further with that, did you did you tell people like your parents? Were you hesitant to tell your parents? Like yeah. yeah. Because once he wants to get him different, my, my mother, my sister, they knew that the relationship was not a good relationship, was toxic relationship, yeah. right? It's called like it is. So when I was getting out of it, it was like, think everyone, everyone's exhaled, like, thank God. And then it's like, but I'm not done. Now, I, before I paint this person to be a horrible person, we get along fine now. Yeah. We're doing a have, very good do. job yeah, co-parenting. Yeah, yeah. It's got its highs and its lows. It's not the easiest thing in the world. The beginning was a little rougher than now, but we we figured it out. We're we're doing pretty well. But at the time, I mean, that was like, oh my freaking God, what am what are we gonna do? What am I gonna do? You know what yeah. I mean? But um the first person I told was my aunt. The first person I told was my aunt. Mm. And uh she said, kids are never a mistake. And that was it. That's all you need. That's, that's great. That's so you need someone like that. Like that's uh, all you need is someone to be like aunts and uncle. Like yeah, they're yeah, so yeah, great because yeah, yeah. like they get to be. You get the best of everything in that. Yeah, and that that was it. And then I just yeah. Then I just switched my mindset. Like okay, everything I knew doing now, I got to be a good father. And then I knew I had about like seven and a half months to like get it all out of my system because that was the other thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to go. Oh, I didn't even add this. I had started a new relationship. Oh my God, I forgot all of that. Oh I had my started God, so now you had to tell this new relationship? This new relationship. What was, you must have had a pit in your stomach when you <laughs> yeah, did. conversation. She was like, okay. She was like, okay, that's cool. Oh, wow, yeah. all right. I did not expect that. And I now I sat on that for like three months before I told her. Well, let's I mean, let's give the, like, what what year are we talking, just for a frame of reference? What year is this? Yeah, we're uh, talking like 2017, like, 2017. 2017, oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, all yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah, I told her and she was like, okay. She's like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that went way easier than I thought. Yeah. And then we we were together until my daughter was born, maybe a year after my daughter. And then the relationship went because at that time, at that time, it's very difficult to be a father and a boyfriend. Now for, did you grow up? So like, so, okay. So did you grow up, did your parents still together? Were they divorced? Like, oh, they did. They were divorced. Had they been divorced for most of your life or? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Me too. My, my yeah. parents got divorced when I was two. So I don't have any memory of like my parents being together, but here, you know, and then the mess up part of that or the different part of that is that like both my parents played house, but then they were like, Oh wait, we're gay. So now my mom oh, is gay. Shit. My dad turns out to be gay. Now my dad, I didn't know for this good portion. Mm -hmm. So he was still figuring himself out. So he couldn't be around because he didn't know who he was. Oh. And now today we have a great relationship, which is awesome. But then like he didn't, he never met my wife. He wasn't at my wedding. Really? He wasn't at the birth of my child. And both, your parent, both your parents are gay. So both my parents are gay. After so like, they yeah, divorced, so like my, they, they both, they closet. both, I wow. mean, we're talking like 80s grand, you know, you, Irish Catholic. You could not be gay you, in 80s grand. You Irish were not allowed. It was I like so like so they basically both so they both first tried to go into the seminary they both wow. tried to because they both tried to, to to deny there were no Chick Fil A around then so they just had to kind of <laughs> so then they were like this isn't working for us this is not our calling they both went to a Jesuit university University of Scranton they met uh, my mom was tutoring my dad they met there must have been some connection there and then I think they both must have had that feeling. Like we're supposed to be this way. This is there's a Norman Rockwell painting here. We're supposed to have yeah. this scene for our parents, and so let's do this. And so I think that that 
relationship formed because oh let's play house this is what our parents so you think, want you think we're getting subconsciously along. they knew that they, the I other think, was like i think in you have closet, to i think like deep down because kind of i really do i and 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 because my, my uncle my mom's brother is also gay so like i'm so okay. like, so, like right. so like i think when i look back at at the three of them as individuals i'm like wow like so like growing up i grew up when i say my parents normally i'm talking about my two moms yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like but i couldn't call my other mom, my mom. So she was my mom's friend or later on, she was my aunt, aunt yeah. but she was like 10 years older than my mom and from Australia. So <laughs> like <laughs> here I am like in witness protection, trying to like make up a story. Cause every time you go to the grocery store, you're trying to introduce people. I have to give like a doctoral thesis as to who Wait, this other person is. You knew they were, you knew they were gay. So I knew they, you my knew mom told gay. me, my mom told okay. me in the very beginning, I'll never forget it. Cause she's like, Oh, do you know what it means? And I'm like, yeah, it's someone who's sick. Because like, and ser- like real talk like <laughs> that, because, because in the neighborhood, like they would call Yo. everybody like gay or, you know, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and I just assumed it was cause there was something wrong with them or they were sick. And, uh, wow. and I didn't quite get it. And then she, you know, set me straight on that. And I, wow. <laughs> I did not, <laughs> that, no pun intended. Uh, and, wow. uh, and so that was like, so you were like, you were like living in the closet with them. So, yeah. So my family wow. life was not accepted. So now here I am about to have a kid. I'm like, oh my goodness. I've, I've done, I married, like I've done the Norman, like not just living my life. Like, uh, but like now I have a wife, I, you know, have a house. Yeah, we have, we were already married. Like right. there were all of these things in there that, uh, that, that were like, normal but i didn't grow up that way so like for me i'm like oh my god i'm gonna be a dad and i'm like oh but i don't have i don't have a a stencil for this i don't know what this looks like i mean i knew having two parents in the house i knew what that looked like but it was two women you know what i mean and like so there's a different beast so like for me like fixing stuff and all of that the yard works like my father-in-law grew up on a farm and like all this oh, other stuff. Guy, and like, he like, know, like he knew, like he, they, they knew they have all these tools and they know what they do. And I have like the starter kit from like home Depot, you know, like, <laughs> so it's just like all of these pieces. I always, and I always put myself down. You got like the bit. Ikea screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Allen wrench. You know, I got, I got, uh, yeah, dude, I got like a Swiss Narvin Alvin wrench. But, but you know, that's, you make, that's a good point because you talk about the household. So one thing that's very difficult for me is like, I can't tell someone what to do in their own house. Yeah. So when you're trying to parent outside, I can't be like, hey, you need to make sure this is happening. I can't do that. Was that like, but for you growing up in a divorce household, did you, did you kind of, you well, navigated yeah, those waters as a kid? Yeah. Though, right? yeah. Well, my mom was in charge. So I live with my mom. Okay. So my mom but was did in you charge. visit your dad? Yeah. He would, he would, he would actually come visit us because we didn't okay. live like close. We lived in upstate New York. He lived in New York City. Oh, clear. But he would come up. Um, but now like parenting, if I see something, you know, if you see something, say something, not when you're the dad who doesn't live in the house. You yeah. see something, you shut the fuck up and you just let it happen. That's yeah. what it is. Like I see things and I, I, cause you can't tell someone what to do in their own house. Yeah. You can, it's very difficult to do that and get a reception. And I think when, no, I know when I first started, I was like trying to fight that battle, trying to tell someone what to do in their own house. And I realized you can't, I can't do that. Like I can't tell someone who pays their own mortgage and their own this and that, that inside these walls, you need to do what I say. Not gonna happen. But you know what though? At the same token, as someone like who like I live I live with my life still, I think she's still married to me. Uh, she did say she was taking my daughter, but I think it was just to lunch. Um, but I <laughs> I uh I, I think that we still have those battles um where even though we are together, we're married, we're you know, happily married, whatever, you're still gonna have like there's certain things where I wanna discipline the kid one way and it's in the moment and it's like, oh, I was raised this way, she was raised that way. So like you still have you, you know, even you still have those moments where you're like, Oh, can I tell her to do this? My wife doesn't want me to tell her mm-hmm. to do this. So it's funny. Cause you know, I think there's certain things about parenting that are true. It just, when you, when you live in a different household, I know I played both my parents, you know what I mean? Like oh, two yeah. Nintendos at Christmas, like, cause there was a period of time when I was really young that my dad was, he had, he got married again. So I had a, I had a step, I had another step, three moms at one point. And so like on the, on every other weekend we would, I would go up to his house and he lived like 45, 50 minutes up. So we would pick a middle point and drop oh, me yeah. off. There would be a prisoner exchange and we yeah, would that's a, that's a weird thing too. That was, so I grew that's up like that. Thing. So I grew up with two different rooms, two different Sega systems, two yeah. different whatever. 
And, and then, and then my dad continued to play house. He really bought into it. Even when my mom parachuted out and said, no, I know who I am. Yeah. You know, and this dude, Ellen was still straight at this point. So she was a pioneer, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So like, uh, and so now my dad still dug in full denied defense, whole deal, had a second life, second wife, and then tried to play house with that. We tried to go to church on Sundays, tried to really? do all those things. And so I had these two lives, the one norm, my dad held on to the Norman Rockwell. And then my mom was like, no, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna say what it is do you do you did you did you think your dad knew he was gay when he had moved on oh and did my all that god stuff? yeah absolutely okay. oh, so he, he was just he's a to he was a tour i could tell because now knowing him he's married 20 years to a guy in spain he lives in Spain right yeah, now. That's some exotic ass so shit. Crazy, that's some dude. exotic ass like, shit. This could be a whole. Oh like, my god! I just see this beautiful but, Spaniard with the olive skin. Dude, and he, he, his dude, shirt's he buttoned is. down to he's his a fucking belly button. He oh, dives. Yeah, dude. He dives for razor fish. That is his profession. Yeah, this guy's dude, just getting out of the water. Dude, yeah, he's like a shorter version of you. He looks. Um, and uh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, now that we're together, we have this. It's amazing because I, I was, you know, I was joking in my bit because I talk a lot about my family, and I was like, yeah, it sounds like this ninety-day fiance energy with him, but they've actually been married for twenty years. Because he's happy, dude. Yeah. Well, and that's happy. it. I mean, yeah. uh, they met on AOL. You know, so like, holy shit on AOL. Yeah. Wow, in the chat room. Yeah. When the internet came out, so did they. How you did know they? What I mean? like, <laughs> How did they send pic the pixelated like like digital? Dude, I don't. Do, I do not want to have this conversation <laughs> no but i will say this i will say i think he just was a, i can see it now like he is like i love who he is now i'm so grateful that he got to this place as much as i was so angry at him like i mean write letters that you don't ever send in a just drawer really angry. really yeah i was raised by women that's what they teach you to do that uh, kind of crap <laughs> that's, that's, that's strong women yeah. energy right there. Uh, like, yeah it's you know. some strong oprah stuff going <laughs> yeah. on there um but uh but yeah so like I could see now like that release from him, like his, nice. his Facebook profile pictures, like a field of lavenders. Yeah. Like, dude, I did a, you know, that, you know, that gig that I got you the one with the purse bingo. Yeah. I did that the year before yeah. and I had like photos of me on Facebook, like popping my leg with the bags. And of course my dad's in the comments, uh, <laughs> your, uh, your shoes don't match your purse. <laughs> <laughs> so like he embraces, he got a fedora for every day of the week. He's nice. got like the vibrant. It's good to see people happy. It's good to see people dude, happy. It's so great. And I'll tell you, what like it's so great i can tell he's still like around my daughters luis uh his husband is so such a great grandfather he never had kids you know and so he's such a great grandfather and i can see my dad's hesitant because he just had never really been around kids yeah and so it's really a nice union in that regard because luis had a really strong family connection despite his choices where i don't think my dad was ever yeah. accepted and yeah. now both of his parents are no longer with us for a good period uh, okay. he was okay he stayed straight as long as they as were long alive they i could. don't think he felt comfortable until yeah. they were in the ground there you go to explore that you know and, I, and you have two kids. I have two kids. Okay. Six and nine, six and eight, going to be nine, and that's that's where we're staying. Yeah, that is it. See, now I, I got I got very interesting. So I have my daughter has a sister, but that sister is not related to me biologically, and she's younger. This she's is younger. younger. She's younger, and um, her unfortunately her her father's not, and you, we don't know, not around. Yeah. So I essentially have two daughters now. So I have a, a daughter that's not mine, but her and her sister are so tight. When I when I would go to get my daughter to go do things and she'd be like, can her sister come? And I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to be like, no, no, that's not my kid. So no, because I think they're, they're I think their relationship is very important. Yeah. You know what's what I mean? The, like oh, what's, okay. So there's something and Neil, you might have to help us out with this. <laughs> there was something, a thing going on in the news where somebody didn't buy a happy meal for their kid and like a woman went off like why won't you why buy won't you buy for, for the other, other kid? yeah okay what, yeah i don't know the context of it but like there was something there do you know do you know i know it i okay, know it because ahead. because i like instagram and all right um so the I, apparently for, first of all from what i saw i don't know these people obviously yeah, 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 but yeah. the guy shows up and the woman has multiple children he shows up with a happy meal for his kid okay and he's like, I want to give my kid this happy meal. And she says, no, because you didn't get happy meals for the other kids. And he's saying, that's not, those aren't my kids. Why am I buying them happy meals? Yeah, because he's and kind of flexing. I get it. I get I get, I, I get, I get, I get both sides 100%. Yeah. But it, so I guess my first question is, I mean, what are you, daddy? That you're just showing up with a happy meal and rolling yeah, out. Yeah, what yeah. what do they say? Yeah. Like, I know inflation's crazy yeah. now, but like, but, yeah, like why? I don't think it's weird. Said, you just your, show up your, with your thought is, I'm going to. I, I would, bring, I, I would have brought two happy meals. Yeah. And but because it's important for me to understand for my daughters to have a good relationship with one another. Yeah. 
You know, like, and I don't think one watching one's father be present and here and laughing just, and throwing up in the air. That's like putting beta fish in the same. Exactly. Aquarium. And then be like, I don't really pick you up because you're not mine. That's just, that's how you create a, 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 a Marvel well, villain. yeah, you, you know have to I mean? be that's how, Yeah, you have to be responsible. You understand. Yeah. Even though you didn't create that other person. You got to understand the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it must have been a huge pull. Okay, I see. Oh, geez, that's just. Came but right like, <laughs> but that's yeah, because I think you got to be responsible. Now I don't know. I mean, is she like you know, you know, old Mother Hubbard? Like, how many kids are we talking about? I mean, I, I also get what this guy. I do also understand what the other guy's saying. Like, like hey, hey, I'm present. I'm pr I'm taking care of my responsibility, yeah. and you're asking me to be responsible for everybody else's stuff. So I, I don't know what the right or wrong answer is. I know my answer is I, I bring two happy meals. Yeah. Actually, my real answer is I don't eat McDonald's. So fuck. Yeah, I know meals. you don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm not bringing yeah, happy meals in the video. I'm not like, bringing happy meals in his house. I'm bringing Gatorade. apple slices bananas. now. Yeah, I'm bringing apple, apple slices, slices and shit. But yeah, but yeah, that's a that's a thing, you know, that um, you know, people are raising. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know is. if this is the exact one. But, but well, here that's the point. I think I think the takeaway for me is what you're saying, like. Uh, we don't know how people react in certain situations, the hill that they're willing to to die in or make a stance for. Like, I I got to respect that because like when I respect like my parents choices and even even if I wouldn't have made that choice, my dad's choice to 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 hold on longer. My mom's just to make it earlier, but still kind of be hidden about it. Like people, we all have to we all have choices we have to make every day. There's always a split in the road yeah. every day, yeah. you know, and it's like so I. You got to respect the, you know, people making a decision. You, or you know, you know what it, did, what it does for me is like, I just think of this, right? If in 20 years I'm sitting there and you have two sisters and one's life is A and one's life is B and they're drastically different. I don't want to look back and go, you know, I was a part of this equation and I helped make her life that way and her life that way. Yeah. Especially if one's is like negative, right? Yeah. If one's like, oh, I'm I'm in the WNBA, you know, I'm a professional rock climber. It's like two positive things. It's like, okay, whatever. If one's like, I'm a successful CEO and I've been in that system four times, it'd be like, dang, what did I do to help this person? You had an opportunity. Yeah, I could have helped somebody an and I did it. So I say, look, Happy Meal 7, whatever they cost, just bring two Happy Meals. Now I will say, I don't know the financial status of that guy. That's true. And going through life and picking up the tab for it gets expensive. Zoo tickets aren't are cheap, moments. bro. Yep. Sky Zone isn't cheap, bro. Like yep. trips to Target aren't cheap. When the one kid wants a toy, they both now they both want a toy. You know, it's not cheap stuff. And you know, over the course of a year, it's it it adds up. So, and there were other things at play. There were other yeah. There's yeah. I I agree. I think you know. But you're right. Like I think having the responsibility and that you take on. Hey, these are these are two sisters and yeah. I need to help create. Yeah. Right. I, I, the experience. Marvel villain. I don't want one to be the Marvel villain. I don't want yeah. one to, you know what I mean? And like watching someone's dad be there and what's even crazy, not crazy, but more part of this part of the story, additional part of the story is that, um, I have a girlfriend and my girlfriend has no blood relation to any of either of those girls. And she is stepmom, super, whatever additional mom, bonus mom, stepmom, whatever you want to call it. She is all in with those girls. That's what she that's what that's why in. that's why I'm so grateful for his crazy. You could never write a background story like mine, but like I am so grateful because like so my mom and my other mom, Colleen, who's no longer with us, like they were part of like, they were together for like 16 solid years of my formidable years, like from the time I was like, you know, nine. And that's like still the current partner. So well, no, unfortunately, she passed away. Oh, okay, and, sorry. Yeah. That. So uh, but they for a good portion up until through college and whatever but my mom prior to that had a couple relationships and i always had a, a good connection with with her other uh, girlfriends at the time there were only two but like we they were serious enough relationships yeah. that i was introduced to them um and uh i'm so grateful for the extended family because i know i now know that that blood doesn't mean family. You know what I mean? I, I've had so many people in my life. Cause I even had a guy who stepped in as a father figure. Cause he knew I didn't have one. Mm -hmm. And so when I was in college, I had met a guy and he had, he had become a father to me. He had fostered other kids. And so nice. I it was, it was, you know, obviously off the books cause I was a grown adult by then, but he right, clearly, right. I, I was studying at her sinus and he was, I was doing ed psych at the time. And he, I shadowed in the office and we had lunch together a couple of times with, nice. with my professor and he just brought me in as part of his family. There you go. Uh, and so that was because he just knew he, he said, I didn't, he's like, I had these three other kids that aren't mine. Yeah. Uh, what's one more. And like, you know, so that's when you realize that people step up and people do that. And it's great because now, you know, uh, you know, the, 
your sister, your daughter's, you know, younger sister now has somebody, she has a male in her right. life. That's what it is. To at least to see how to a male it. should treat we just and need, women we just that are that. even if you're not actively yeah. doing something, your yeah. presence. That's yeah. why they say like, you know, half the battle is being there and being Be present. present. Yeah. Because so, you're a mom. Well, let me ask you. So would you bring the other happy meal? I mean, yeah, of course. I'm that kind of guy. I mean, I was, I'm the kind of guy that brings a whole thing for my class, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, I was the teacher that like, you know, teaching Spanish and Latin, I'd be bringing in making like, you know, paella or I'd be like making Cuban sandwiches <laughs> for the kids or like a George Foreman on the side. Like, that's nice, dude. Yeah. Neil, you, Neil you're bringing in the sandwiches. You're bringing in the, you're bringing in the, the two, two bought, happy meals. I just bought two different shows this weekend i i fed all the comics yeah I'm, I'm buying they didn't even do it. i was like yeah pizza for you guys yeah there are they it. are like children the, they, they the definitely are, they are definitely like are that yeah no that's i mean yeah that's true so all right so to to keep moving with the story a little bit so now like all right so now we know we're having kids at this point we we've got different living situations whatever are you nervous about having your first kid as you're waiting for it to, you know, I hate, we had an app where it was like, it's a grape nut today. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, an it's avocado a, today. Yeah. It's, it's pumpkin, like, yeah, that, that whole period. Like I had things going through my head, like, and it was silly stuff. Like I remember having a dumb thought. I kept having this. And it was so stupid, but like, I remember when I was a kid thinking about having, I can like, I can't have kids. I don't even know how old they are when they're born. Like you can't be zero. Can you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't even get like some of those. I'd never changed a diaper before any of that. Have you ever changed? You changed. A diaper I don't think, before? I don't think I'd ever changed a diaper before. Um, I was, I was nervous as can be because you know, crazy shit happens. So I was into like, I hope nothing crazy happens between now and, the birthday like car seats i was nervous about car installing well, did, did you car take the class seat. did you take the we class? Took classes i took classes dude i took classes. yeah i took uh, so i took the class right the, the and i'm like i got like a fucking notebook i'm asking questions and i swear everyone else <laughs> the, i swear every other dad in there was like hung over and wanted to like be doing something no one's asking and i'm going so if the car seat gets to put in this face in this and people are like rolling their eyes and i'm asking questions and shit i felt like really like like i was like annoying everybody did you know that but, the local police will check it for you i went to the local police oh, really? department and installed it and then they actually have a way to come in and they'll check it for you to make sure you're good did you know that once a car seat is involved in an accident you got to replace it's it? done yeah yeah did you yeah a lot it's of like, gotta get a lot the carfax report on that and in the summertime if it gets really hot, you're supposed to take the car seat out because it'll start oh. melting. Yeah, and they have a date. Like if you note on the back, there is like an expiration date. So like yeah. if people, if people like Facebook Marketplace stuff, you got like my wife's so good with that. You got to check on the back because it had it has a date. You know, yeah. I, I mean, uh, you had condoms used to have a date. You know, I mean, maybe that's how we got here. Yeah, that's so. So I took the class. Uh, you know, swaddling was important. The child CPR was important uh, to me. Like, you know, that was a big deal. Um, and uh, the car seat; those are probably the three biggest things I really was focused on when I took the class. So I, my my mom was both my moms were nurses, so they worked for the Red Cross. So uh, as a kid, I used to get to go out and like give donuts to the firefighters. Like if there was a fire at like two in the morning, like we'd get to go out and I'd get to go like hang in the tent area or whatever the refuge. Like so, we just spent a lot of time at the Scranton Red Cross, and I learned I've I had been getting trained in CPR since I was a kid, mm -hmm. and then as a coach and a teacher, I had to get recerted every yeah. year. Uh, so like. So I was a bitter about taking that class because I was like, why are we here? Like, I know this, whatever. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, my daughter choked at, uh, so she must've been enough where you could start giving her some solid food, but she was small that you had to mm -hmm. hold her still. Yeah. And, and Luis had given her, uh, uh, like a piece of an apple okay. and she started choking. See, it's supposed to be something slippery. Yeah. It's supposed so to be she, like, like a, like an orange, right. like a mandarin orange. Or and I remember, and like I'll that, never yeah. forget, like when I did the CPR at school, uh, there was a, a woman who taught her name was Cindy Gadzicki, and she'd been, she'd been a health teacher at, at where I, where I work forever. And so she was so great because she would always talk about how every time there would be an infant at a, at a baseball game or something. And she would always have to, and she would always stress that part of it about how you have to hold them so that like, and then how you have to transfer them over to, like, and, do the, the back the, and the gravity the of it. And, yeah. and, and so there was this moment and I'm right now I can feel, you know, and you're, you're reliving a moment. Yeah. I can feel it rushing to my head right now. So like I, I saw him holding her, I saw panic and I, grabbed my daughter and i just 
put her, you know, her face yeah. in my palm and down. And I start like smacking her back. Then I transfer her over. I'm trying to sweep. I can see that she's not breathing. I have to do this three, four more cycles. And, and now at that point, like 20 minutes, you have it? to buy in. Like you have to be like, I, I don't know if this is working, but there's no time like to reassess to get yeah. here to go wherever, like this has to work. And, uh, and it did. And we got there after the fourth cycle. Uh, but whoo, oh, that'll, oh my God. I mean, the, I was talking blue face. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It was, dude. it was full on dude. That's it was, insane. it was like, and it's funny because as a kid, my moms and I, we would always watch primetime TV together. We'd have Jello with a little Cool Whip on it, and we'd always like watch primetime. Well, at that point in the '90s, there was Rescue 911 with William Shatner. Do you guys remember yeah. that? <laughs> so that was one of the things we would watch together as a family, as part of the eight to ten lineup or whatever. And uh, and I always got scared. I always remember wanting to watch it and they were nurses and whatever. So, uh, but I always remember getting scared with the home intruders. Cause then I'd be like trying to sleep that night. Yeah. But I always remember those kind of things. And so I, I think that that kind of helped me to, to know some of this was normal or, you know, I had, I had an incident where I actually had to give CPR once on a kid okay. and he ended up not making it. Holy shit. But like, it was a roadside thing. Oh my kid gosh. Flew out the back of a Camaro at like 80 miles an hour. What like, the fuck? and it was a kid that I ended up knowing. I didn't know at the time, but I worked with wow. his grandfather. We played oh baseball together. Uh, and, uh, and my girlfriend at the time, it was her, it, her best friend was one of the others injured mm. uh, in it. And I just never forget that moment and how I, I committed and how, you know, I, and I had to keep going, getting blood tests after that. Cause he was bleeding through his nose. Oh, and, and so when I would go down to do the mouth to mouth, it was all in me. Like drinking so I had blood, to keep, yeah. I had to keep going to get tested. Like, Ooh. you know, and I, yeah. So like I, I had been in a few moments, uh, trouble always seems to find me. I'm always like, like the good Samaritan in some story. Well, there's that, there is that moment when you leave the hospital and you kind of look and like, oh. are any of you going to come with me? Like, like who's gonna help me? And they're like, "How is the car ride?" They're home? like, "You're on your own, Padre." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I remember scene of knocked up at the end of knocked up when he's like driving like twenty miles yeah. an hour is the closing. Yeah, scene. that's what it is. It's like it's like who's coming with me? Like, no, you're you're on your own. Like this is it. I remember when my daughter was born. This lady just walked up to me and put a child in my face. And I guess it's like an instinctual thing where you're not gonna drop a, a, your own kid or yeah, any kid, yeah, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. She just walked like I remember it was a C-section. Baby gets pulled out, cut the umbilical. Here you go, dad. Bang, baby in my hands. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, snap. What's kind of cool for me is that uh, mom had to get stitched back up. Yep. So I got the first 25, 35 minutes say, how my cool daughter. was that moment? And I was like looking at this little person like, all right, kiddo. It's you. Here we go. This is the start of it. And she, you know, she's just like this. I remember, uh, yeah, like yeah. the fin grabbing. Yep. I remember yeah, the yeah, hand yeah. grabbing yep. my finger. I still have a photo of it. Yep. And it was just like, here we go. It's you and me. And then when you leave, they're like, good luck, dad. And you're like, who, who comes with, like, who do I? And they're like, you, this we is had a little book. We had a little booklet. And I remember we always had this booklet and it was like a little quick guide of like all of the A to Z stuff, like giving a bath, like things mm -hmm. to think about. And I just remember like this instruction manual that Phoenixville hospital had given us was like our Bible. You, you know, you know what I think is the worst thing about, about this whole thing is the way my employer treated me. Yo, you have a kid life-changing shit like life change and they're like all right we'll see you in seven days and you're like whoa hold on like mentally i'm not ready for this like because i only got i think i only got seven days of like parental leave or whatever the dads get so okay so and neil while i'm talking about this can you look up uh, pater uh paternity leave in like europe um, oh, they're like six, they're so, like six years. So <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, stop working. You stop working. Money. The kid goes to college. So you think that's about as a teacher? I got three days. That's I got insane. three days. So, and they so like, do better than so, that. And and thankfully we had a plan. Well, so we knew the day. So we knew it was going to kind of be a. We had a, a thought that we were going to try natural, but we had an inclination and we had to induce labor because it went on a little yeah. bit longer. So like we had to think about it. We we're like, okay, let's do this on a Wednesday. That way I can take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Then you get the weekend. Then we get the weekend. So, like, But these are the plans that I had to think about because I knew I was only getting three days. Yeah. And then, bam, Monday, I'm back in action. Yeah. And it's like and like mentally. Weeks. Are, oh, my you, God. That's weeks? That's not even days. So he pulled up a chart. Yeah. So here, I'm going to bring this up wow. so everyone can see. Boom. 
So this is uh, just a little bit of the maternity paternity leave there. And you can see United Kingdom there. Obviously, maternity leave for the woman being almost upwards of 50 weeks. And maternity being fairly low there. Um, so it is. But like Finland? Finland, which I was just in. Uh, so they have like, they're like eight weeks. Yeah, they're getting like Australia's eight weeks. Up there. Is Spain up there? I believe, ooh, oh, there it is. Yeah. So. Yep. So my so Luis's it is there. I see it towards the right hand side. Yep. So Luis's brother, my 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 dad's husband, his brother, uh, you know, has a has a couple kids, and we got a chance. I went and visited. We took the family this this summer, and so I got to hang out for a month there. And we did a couple playdates, and he and I were chatting. And he also dives uh, for razor fish, and so like they own their own business. But he's like, I was able to take off. He's like, I was able to take off. His friend Angel, who's the third on that boat with them, just had a kid, and he's off for like six, seven weeks. And those are paid. Yeah, those yeah. are paid. To I mean, we, we do union. And I remember being so psychologically not prepared. Like you have a kid, you know, you're missing sleep and da da da. But I remember like this thing came into the world and you have to care for it all the time. Like you are, you know, and like psychologically yeah. not being ready. And then it's like, we need you back at work. And I don't need I'm not gonna say who I work for, but it's 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 insane that you work for like this billion dollar company. That's got like so many employees and it's like, you can't find one person to show up and take my place right. for a while. While I, while I just understand what's life. it say under that. People also ask on that first drop down, um, how much, how much fraternity, what's Europeans that? get a minimum of 10 days to be implemented in all EU countries by August, 2020, 2022. Yep. So that's a mandate. So you get, so that means two <clears throat> weeks. So you're getting five. I'm, I'm assuming that means five, 10 business days. So you're getting, Two full weeks off, yeah. guaranteed. Three days, three days. That's, that's three days. days. Yeah, I had to use vacation days. Yeah, those are because as teachers, because we only work 192 days. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. Then you got your summer. So, so here's what's funny. So yeah, so then I took my three days, and that was my three. Per I get ten sick days, but the, you only get three personal days. But uh, so my wife, God bless her, had just gotten hired three years before. So she had built up, she never took a day off, never took a sick day for wow. her first four years of teaching. Wow. She the had exactly, she had exactly the number of days for, so she was done, right? So now she had to build it back up 10, 10 at a time. So our second was literally born the first day of summer vacation. Oh, look at that. Right. Isn't that crazy? Well done. Right. How well about done. It? Like I would, none of this was planned. We are like, a, you're talking I'm, about not knowing if your swimmers work and now right? your swimmers are punctual. Dude, I mean, and then all of a sudden it's set into a watch. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I grew up Catholic. So obviously I'm not anymore. Uh, but like there, there are things at work. I believe in that higher power stuff. I mean, it is, it is it's crazy to think about. Uh, and now flash forward to, you know, I have a third grader and a first grader. All right. And it's Isn't like, I mean, it's going to be so much fun for us as we get into these future episodes to start diving into like the hard hitting topics. Like today was just about like us introducing each other, talking about some of our own things. And we're going to get to kind of continue to hammer at that. I yeah. It's going to be. Oh, I mean, the, really the sky's cool. the limit. I mean, he's the stuff that's already like show. So Laney is Laney is uh, eight years old now. That's insane to me. Second grade, first grade. Second, second. That's an, that is absolutely insane to me. Like right? she has like friends. Yeah, I, 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 they have friends. Like I used to be her only. I, she used to have three friends. The two of them was me, her mom, like her grandmother. Yeah. Now she has like friends, and she's like, "Can I go to so and so's house?" And I'm like, "Well, what what about me? Don't you want to hang out with me?" And it's like, "No, I don't want to hang out with you." <laughs> like and I'm like, "You sure about that?" And she's like, "Yeah, I don't want to hang out with you." But it, it's absolutely insane that that now like they're just growing into these things and. I mean, I remember swaddling this. It's a swaddle. That was my move. Dude, I, I, could I could tell you. I could twist a kid up like a blood. I was swaddling this kid so tight. And now she's like a full on. I almost feel like she's a grown up. And yeah. she's like hanging out with people. And she's got questions. And it's just an incredible like journey. It's it's unreal. It's so it's if, if you don't have kids, consider it. <laughs> I mean, it is. Because, and, even, and, and everyone's like, because even, you know, so I have two. My youngest is is in first, but she's starting to get that. Uh, cause with our first, my oldest, and this will be something we'll talk about in future episodes, but my oldest is autistic and we recognized it as young as 18 months because wow. my wife went to school for that, uh, was an autism support teacher as her thing. So we started noticing things that, so like, I can't wait. So like you, it's funny. And I, you had said, oh, she has friends and I'll, I'll be honest, like 
real talk like i i'm i got a little sad in that moment because my my daughter's in third grade and like i i'm gonna die for the day that she has friends oh, okay. because it's just for her she just doesn't have that way she didn't talk till she was almost five really you know what i mean so like we were just i was sitting there like and like i'm a language teacher i'm like dying talking to her all the time like would like say a word so i was like you have i uh, used to have a dreams like you would say stuff like hash brown or like anything yeah. like uh and then she now she talks up a storm and it's great but like it's still kind of like a she talks like a foreign exchange student okay so like you'll talk to her and she's she's sort of around the idea but she's scripting stuff that she's either read or heard so like part of her is like she was like taught herself how to read so young and she reads all these graphic novels so now she's got all of this dialogue that she's trying to spit out appropriately but like no kid can hang on like god bless the angels who like are so nice to her and like her school is so great and we put her in everything regular like she's got special needs soccer and cheerleading and we put her in everything we're like you're gonna be out in this world this world's gonna be rough you need to get out there to figure this out Uh, and I teach at, I'm in her building every once in a while and I can hear her in the hallways, like, you know, having a moment where she's like being escorted to like the room to cool down yeah. or whatever. And you can tell, like, sometimes she's going to seem like a burden to other kids. And so it's like, but at the same time, she is such a blessing because she is such a sweetheart. And because we realized it's so young and got her into therapies, she is the best version of herself. And if you haven't watched Love on the Spectrum on Netflix, Dude, I for me it's like a roller coaster ride, and I and then they just released a U.S. version, but they have like two seasons of an Australian version of these twenty-year-olds nice. dating, and so now I get to see fifteen years into the future. Yeah, and I didn't think she was going to talk for the longest for five years. I was pretty committed that my daughter was never going to talk, and so now that she's doing this, so now it's like amazing. So I'm so I can't wait till my daughter's like I have friends. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's going to be because those are some of the things that we want for all of our kids, regardless. Yeah. yeah. But it is. Is. it's so cool when you have moments like that your kid hits a milestone you didn't anticipate or it creeps up faster than you ever thought right right and it's so much it's even maybe even sweeter at that point but it is it's so cool now to think like wow i created that that's a child i had yeah. like i see her she loves going to bam so she'll sit there and read books nonstop, and i'm like you couldn't get me to read a yeah. book for it unless it had baseball in it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, That's what I read baseball. So there's, there are, there's just such little blessings and you have a moment now you're like, wow, I remember when I was so afraid of you coming and so afraid that I couldn't change your diaper. And now you're going to the bathroom on your own. Yeah. Heck yeah. You know, Lainey, my, my daughter, she, she, we had our parent teacher conferences and, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't really care about her grades. I don't care. I get, I, I don't think, I don't think grades are really all that important. So we're in the parenting and, and Lainey's very, her grades are great. So I'm not worried about it. So I'm asking the teacher questions about her demeanor and how she treats her classmates. Yep. How does she ask questions in front of the class? And um, no, there's some things there that it, she needs to work on her confidence a little bit because she doesn't like speaking in front of the class and stuff. But one thing that she said is the teacher said, and I was extremely proud. She said, when the new kids come to school and or, and, or if someone needs help, Lainey, my daughter is the one to help them. Like they, a new girl came to school and Lainey wrote her a letter welcoming her to the school and being her Aww. friend. And I was like, there you go. Like that, that's, that's it right it. there. Like, that's what I, I don't, I don't care if she understands, um, your, your silly little book about whatever. I, I don't <laughs> care about that. She'll figure it out. You know I don't what care I mean? If she can do your everyday yeah, yeah. math. Your right stupid now. little two plus two. We don't yeah, even know yeah, if that's yeah, real yeah, right yeah. now, but you know, being told that my daughter ex, you know, is embracing new kids when they come yeah. to school and helping them. And that, that was, that was the win for me. Yep. You know what I mean? That's that was it. it for that's me. It. That's, that's it. what I, I wanted. Like, dude, is this is this is this little person going to grow up to be a, a helpful contributing member to society, or is this is she going to be an asshole? Heck yeah. And right now, all signs point to she's helping people, and she does. She loves people, so that was a win for me. I I was really um you know. So if your daughter ever wants to hang out with my daughter, yeah, dude, you guys I, can come, come hang out. Have, Lena's have and my and my youngest uh, is so is so great because my youngest is what they would call neurotypical or whatever. Because that was the other thing. Oh well, what are my next daughter? So and there, it's amazing to watch their relationship. Oh my god, my youngest has such empathy for this world. She loves her sister. She adores her older sister. And watching their relationship during the pandemic when they were each other's only friends. Yeah. Like yeah. so, my youngest, you know, it's sort of interesting because they haven't had the ability to have friends 
And so now they had play dates. I had a, a girl come like, Oh yeah, please. Like, so for me, it's like so cool. Cause now I'm, I'm also getting that experience with my second daughter. Yeah. Uh, but yet now I'm going to do my, with my older daughter, she's in girl scouts with regular kids. So I'm going to do a, uh, autism badge. So I'm going to go and teach her. I went to her kindergarten class and I read a book on autism to the class and we talked nice. about it. Nice. Uh, and so, and I coach a special needs baseball team. I, I used to go to local churches in our community and talk about being a parent of a child with autism. So I'm just like, you just, you just, you just lean in like whatever. Like I wouldn't imagine I would have done that, but you just lean in. You can, uh, and, and some parents don't, they're going to, they're going to want to shelter like a, her kinder, yeah, her yeah, kindergarten, kindergarten yeah, yeah. teacher. I remember a story. We'll probably talk in a future episode where we had a moment where the teacher had her, she revealed that her son was autistic, but he was older. And so back then it is, there's so much around now. There's so much support and there's so much awareness that there wasn't 20 years ago. And she admitted that she kept her son sheltered yes. because she didn't want to go through those growing pains of, or would people accept yeah. them, whatever. And or, institu a, or institutionalized people and, institutionalized and then, for someone's entire life. Yep. And for the angels like Lainey, like your yeah. daughter, like the girls who have uh, Julia at, at her school that has lunch with her every day. Like there's cool, there's kids there that are angels that know that and step yeah. up. And those are the kids. Yeah. That, you know, so it's going to be cool for us to talk. I think we got, a lot to go on i think we're we're we could we could sit here for hours and i'm yeah. excited for us to kind of well, that's, that's the plan is for us to just keep on building on top right? of our, our, our daughter stories dude this is gonna be great i feel like uh for those of you listening i hope that you got a lot out of this but there's a lot more to come i think we got some great uh, guests we're gonna be bringing on we got a lot of cool topics we're yeah. gonna dive into more about stuff like you know how our kids are doing in school parent conferences yeah i, I think there's just so such a rich thing because it's real you know and that's what i like about bringing my daughters on stage is it was real as funny you know oh my god and, it, and you have to find it, the humor it, in it otherwise it gets you can't too much. do it without humor it gets too much which is funny because which is not i would say funny but we weren't really diving into humor right now but uh as we talk this will get a lot more humor because parenting is humor dude family is. is humor these little weird things that happen you're not alone a lot of other families are dealing with stuff when you can put that to a joke and throw a punchline and make it a real story that people can relate to it's but it's got to start real, real. you got to yeah, start you got to start with that real shit yeah. that's why people who maybe are comics or whatever like they realize that too sometimes you try to find the funny first no nah, you start write with the, the scene real. first start with the real then you yeah. then you taper back and you find what's what's because you want people to relate to that yeah. and i think that's what's cool and if you're listening to this if you are interested in talking about your experience as a parent or what you're dealing with your family or children hit us up we'll have you come on we'll wrap for a little bit we want to hear your stories. Everyone's got one. If you're a parent, you have a story, if not a million of them. Heck yeah. Come share them. That's right. Well, and we'll have an IG account for us. Uh, right now, you can hit us up on our individuals. I'm Jay Yoder Comedy on whatever platform you like. Uh, and then what are you on? Uh, I am on Albert Graham? Davis underscore fourth. That's on Instagram. All right. We could probably drop it in the show notes too. Yeah. Um, and all of that. So, but then we'll get in, uh, we'll get our, uh, We'll get our uh, our own account, our podcast account, because that'd be cool to interact and have yeah, we gotta be get a part of the process. It's all on its way. Yeah, which is cool. So it's gonna be fun, man. I think we got I think we got something here. Beautiful. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Seriously, Dad. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.